This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As our resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Homethreads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Hey guys, it's Stacey with another What We're Cooking and Eating Now bonus episode. In addition to our regular weekly episodes, twice a month, we give you a real-time rundown of what we're cooking for our families. In each of these episodes, we'll walk you all the way through a single recipe and then list five others. So all in, you get six easy weeknight dinner ideas that we've tested. You can use our ideas as inspiration, or you know what? You can literally turn them into your meal plan for next week. I mean, that's six dinners, right? We share all the links for the recipes that we've mentioned in our free community where you can join by going to didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. All you have to do to enter that free space is share your email, which we keep private, and then look out for the posts with all the what we're cooking and eating now details. So if you guys are paying attention, you'll see that it's just me. There's no Megan today. Megan is taking June off of what we're cooking and eating now. And then actually, I'm going to be taking July off of what we're cooking and eating now. But fret not, you don't have to just listen to me with my only three recipes. I have invited a friend and we're going to be doing that all through the summer. So this week, I invited my dear, dear friend, Rebecca. She and I met when our oldest kids were like, I don't know, I feel like they were just a month old, if that, and we immediately hit it off. Then we found out later that I actually went to high school with her husband. (laughs) It took us a little while to figure that out. But Rebecca is one of the few people that I love to cook with. She and I do so well together in the kitchen. I can't say that about a whole lot of people. I'm so excited to have her on as our first What We're Cooking and Eating Now guest. So without further ado, my friend Rebecca, welcome. 
Hi, Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> so happy to have you here. I'm excited. I feel like there have been so many times we've been cooking in one of our kitchens or like even just walking down the street and we're like, where are the cameras? Where are the microphones? <laughs> like, this is our big moment. I am ready. This is our big moment. Okay. So I didn't tell everybody about you and like what your deal is with food and like what you're cooking and how you're cooking yeah. in general. Uh, I explained that we cook a lot together. I think in an episode, I think it's the one on game night. I actually made reference <laughs> to you. I didn't, I don't know if you listened to that one, but I did. okay. I didn't name you, but I was like, I knew few people, you knew, you knew <laughs> very few people I'm willing to cook with. I'm like, get out of my kitchen. And Aww. you're the exception. You're a great home cook and you love Thank to you. cook and you cook most nights, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So like, what are the parameters when you're cooking on a regular like weeknight? So everybody, I should say, Rebecca and I, our kids are still in school, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. So we're still dealing with like a school week schedule, although it's kind of crazy. It's the end of the school year. So it's a little madness. Um, But in general, like, how are you cooking on regular weeknights? So I'll be honest, it's been a struggle in the last few months, like yeah. my work has increased and my energy for cooking at the end of the day is a lot less than what it had been in prior years. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, I do cook a lot. Um, myself and my daughter are both, uh, celiac, so we are gluten-free. So, uh, we do do takeout, but uh, you know, it's, it's a little trickier with takeout and, um, I've been gluten-free for four or five years now and I'm able to like cook things that I wouldn't be able to eat in a restaurant. So just figuring that stuff out over like time. What? Do you mean like more carby things like pasta? Mm, well, I mean, pasta is easy. I, you know, it's easy to find good gluten-free pastas yeah. these days, but like Asian food is really tricky. There's a lot of like, people don't realize gluten's in a lot of sauces. It's not yes. just, it's not just bread and bread products. Um, so you know, like soy sauce and gochujang, a Korean chili paste often have gluten in them, but there are gluten-free options. So I am able to create those flavors at home with gluten-free safe options. And then your son, who is Oliver's age, 12, yeah, they're good buds. They and are. your husband love carbs. They, the two of them have carb dates and they can eat all the pizza and dumplings <laughs> on their own out of the home. Um, in the home, we're primarily completely gluten-free. Okay. I allow like an occasional, like my son is obsessed with bacon, egg and cheese and, you know, yeah. he can bring those home and, you know, we're just careful about how he deals with the packaging and all that. But um, they totally eat gluten whenever they can. And I, you know, it's important that they should. And then one other thing it was high cholesterol. We're getting that <laughs> Welcome to your early 40s, <laughs> late 40s, mid 40s. What are we? We're kind of mid 40s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cholesterol. So, Damn. We don't do a lot of red meat, but you know, that's a lot easier to manage. But yeah. That's the thing. All right. So you've got a lot of parameters, but it sounds like for regular weeknight cooking, you're really paring it down. You're just like, simple yeah. gluten-free meals that are lower in cholesterol. Yeah. And I'm all about like big flavor with as little prep. Those are like my favorite recipes, like where it's like really tasty and exciting, but didn't take me a long, long time. And like, 
how much time are you usually spending? Because I do think that Megan and I sometimes forget that because we're developing recipes and we're doing little prep things here and there for work, yeah. that you know it might feel like we're throwing dinner together in 20 minutes, but I wonder if really we're putting more time in than the average person. How much time are you putting into cooking dinner Monday through Friday? 30 minutes, okay. 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Yep. And you know sometimes it may be like some of that in the morning. You know, yeah. if I can marinate something or whatever, yes. and then, you know, whenever I can grill, that's faster, you know, totally yep. happy to do that. All right. But yeah. We have the lay of the land. So <laughs> what did you cook in the past week that was a hit with your entire family? So it is summery now. And so um, we've been grilling more. And one of our favorites is it's a New York Times recipe. They're chicken thigh kebabs. Ooh. With turmeric, chili, and saffron. Ooh, yum. And they are so good. They're so flavorful and really easy. Like you just marinate them. You could do it overnight. You could do it in the morning. I mean, I've done it with like an hour and they're still delicious, but the more time, the better. Um, it's really simple. It's just oil, the spices, garlic, and onion, I think. And you throw it throw it in a bowl or a bag and let it do its thing. And then it's served on skewers. And I feel like that my kids like, and my husband, who's a big kid, <laughs> anything. Put it, it on, on a stick. stick. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. They are psyched. So that is a big hit. But don't you feel like it's a pain in the to put things on the skewer like sometimes I yes. want to cheat well okay so I have done it when I'm feeling lazy okay. I just don't put it on a skewer right. and you just okay. chicken thighs are small enough and they grill nicely I just would say make sure you let them brown and that's like one of my steadfast in cooking I feel like I've pounded that into my kids like let it brown like that's let the flavor so yeah, you can do it whole and not stress about it okay I want to know what you serve it with but I have another question which is chicken thighs because i know that your son is a little bit fussier sometimes yes yes (laughs) a little more boneless 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 but do you trim the chicken thighs because i don't i never trim the fat but sometimes especially if i'm not using the grill the grill's high heat and will char it or melt it but oliver gets like real weird and starts like peeking at it yeah yeah i mean if i'm broiling or grilling i just let it cook you know you can't dry it out really chicken thighs that's why i love them so you know you just try to yeah he is picky and he does find the gross bites even though i'm like there are no gross bites it's boneless chicken (laughs) like shut up but (laughs) i don't have time to trim i mean if it's like a giant glob sure i'll take it off i I agree with you but yeah I didn't even know that's a thing. Okay, so I didn't either. But you know what? My mother-in-law, who you also know well, told me, oh, I don't really like cooking chicken thighs because I spent all this time trimming them. And I was like, what? That's the flavor. I know. Like, why would you do that? Okay, but I bet some people, and all of it does get picky. But I think that especially in the summer, chicken thighs are a great thing. If your kid has been picky about it, it's a great time to introduce them because you can Mm -hmm. grill instead of cooking it in a pan or in the broiler. And that will take care of the gross parts, the quote unquote gross parts. And I think they take flavor so much better than breasts. Totally. So, so if you have like a really great flavor, like that's the key to yeah. me. Okay. What do you serve this with real quick? We love, well, we eat a lot of rice in our house, um, <laughs> which is gluten-free. 
Um, for this, I do yellow rice nice. and I love the brand Vigo and it's gluten-free and easy. And my kids are like, it's a party when I take out it's that yellow bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do like a salad, just a simple green salad. All right. Next thing you guys ate this past week. So one of our go-tos when I'm real lazy, which is a lot lately, is taco night and everyone loves it. I feel like we need a sound for taco night every time Megan and I talk about taco night. Like, <laughs> yeah. And when I'm talking kid tacos, like yes. ground beef, yes. whatever. <laughs> but I get sick of it. So I have been doing a lot of these Korean barbecue style rice bowls, which nice. is as easy as making tacos. Yeah. It's ground meat because of the cholesterol deal. I always sub any ground beef with ground turkey and nobody can complaints like awesome. they love it it's just as flavorful um just get the fuller fat turkey you don't want the low fat and then it's just you know there's a million recipes i don't even use one at this point it's basically like brown sugar soy sauce which we will use sub for tamari or gluten-free soy sauce you could do red chili flakes you could put in sriracha for a little heat if you like it you could leave it out if you don't like it garlic and then either fresh ginger or ground ginger. I do both depending on if I have the fresh or not. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll do either, but sometimes I do do both for extra ginger. My family loves ginger. Not everyone's into that, but um, I like a, like, I like a strong presence of ginger. So sometimes both fresh and ground. And then, yeah, I just serve it over plain white rice. You could do lettuce cups, you know, instead as a, to make it feel more like a taco. We love um, Siete brand has great gluten-free wraps. Yep. So we could do like a burrito you could do with, with those. Yep. And then like chopped scallions, like a little sesame seed. My daughter likes the sweet chili sauce. Yes. We all are about sauces and yes, flavors. Totally. Adding sriracha mayo is great on it. You could do gochujang mayo. Gochujang is like Korean profile chili paste so you could do a gochujang mayo whatever sauces make it better and then what vegetables i like to have it with just steamed broccoli or you know another like asian vegetable snap peas maybe yeah, i love it you could put an egg on top that's put also good put an egg on it <laughs> put a bird on it on it for decorating that is put us. an egg on it <laughs> Okay, real quick before we get to your third recipe, have you seen, and for us at Wegmans, they have this, Dorot, Dorot, I don't, D-O-R-O-T brand has frozen ginger cubes. Yes, I've heard the lore. I have not used them. Should I? I? Love, yes, totally. Okay. I love having them. So I never liked pre-cooked ginger and I started using theirs because do you know who Kelsey Nixon is? She's like a Food Network personality. Okay. She was on the show like a long time ago and she told us about it. I went and found it. It's really great. And it's just nice to have in the fridge. I don't, I think fresh ginger will always have a place and it's so quick and easy, but like yeah. on the nights that you're feeling super lazy, you literally yeah. just pop out a cube and it's great. That's probably good. Cause then if you don't have fresh on hand, you always yes, have fresh on hand. Totally. But I just use a microplane yes. for the ginger. It's totally. super easy. Okay. Third recipe. Sticking with the Korean because I've that's been like my pandemic Jam. vibe. Yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Eric Kim. <laughs> yeah. This is not an Eric Kim recipe, but uh, it's gochujang yogurt chicken. It is real good. Um, it's 
it's chicken thighs, which is always you have you have me at chicken thighs, yep. and then you just make a marinade, gochujang, yogurt, and like a few other things, and it is delicious. You can marinate it again for an hour if you don't have time. If you have time, do it longer; it'll be better. And then you save part of the the marinade and you make a sauce with it. You add mayo, and it's delicious. Um, that sounds so good. There is, like I said, gluten-free gochujang, but not all of them are gluten-free. So you have to be careful with that. Okay. And then I loved this recipe because it told you what to serve it with and it's yes. great. So they, she does a garlic butter rice that is so good. And I'm like, why didn't I ever do this before? And now I like make it all the time. I was going to say, do you make it for other things? Yeah. I have like four or five rice flavors that I've, (laughs) depending on what I'm making. And now this is one of them. It's great. That sounds so good. And then also it's like a deconstructed salad, which for my picky boy is great because he decided he doesn't like dressing, which annoys me on his salad. (laughs) He won't eat salad anymore. Uh, So, but this is just like, (laughs) you chop up, you know, crunchy lettuce, which he'll eat because he's crunchy. I like to put tomatoes. Nobody else in my family will eat a raw tomato, which (laughs) pisses me off to no end. And I keep putting it on their plates. But I won't eat it. Tastes steadfast. Yeah. So yeah, just like cucumbers, you could add whatever. And you can drizzle the sauce on everything. And it's delicious. That sounds so good. And I have to tell you that I love a recipe that tells you what to cook it. Because then you don't have to think. Yeah. And it were and it's obviously they thought it out and it's great. Yes. Like it's a good set. All right. That sounds like a, especially sounds like a keeper. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go real fast on okay. what I've been cooking, <sighs> but I wish it had been a different kind of week. So, you know, but not everybody listening knows that it's been, it's been a couple of weeks for us. Like we've mm-hmm. had a run of things. And so I've been leaning into lighter food, but still comfort food, which for us, ends up being pasta. So Mm -hmm. are there good gluten-free tortellinis or raviolis? Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I've found ravioli. I just, I'm fine. I don't miss, I'm not like not missing it out. Yeah. And my daughter, I didn't say my daughter's also dairy-free. So. Oh yeah. Okay. That's not good. All right. Well, one thing I'll just say real quick is I've been buying frozen tortellini I bought one bag. It was not enough. So now as a matter of course, I buy two bags for all the dudes in my mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And I've been tossing it with like not deli salami, but getting like a thicker. I want to call log. it like a log. It's <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> so unappealing. But anyway, a log of salami, cubing it with thinly sliced red onion, little shaved kale, have cherry tomatoes, Ooh. fresh basil. And then I've been making a dressing that I've also been putting on like Italian style sandwiches with like red wine vinegar, olive oil, a little bit of lemon, garlic, red pepper flakes, oregano, and a tiny bit of mayo just to make Mm. it a little bit creamier. I love me some mayo. Yeah. Right? I do. It's like weird. I feel like sometimes people are like, oh my God, it's so good. And I'm embarrassed to tell them <laughs> You're like, that it has mayo, mayo, but it it often is. Yes, like, totally. Is. So this isn't like a creamy dressing, but that yeah, little bit of right, mayo right. just makes the vinaigrette, it gives it a little bit of body and like a little bit more like of a satisfying flavor because of that, that fat. 
Yeah. So I just tossed the whole thing and it's basically a tortellini salami, like antipasto style mm-hmm. salad. Yeah. But it's great because I keep it in the fridge and they can pick on it. It can be a snack yeah. after school. Yeah. It can be lunch. It can be dinner. So we've been eating a lot of that. That's a good summertime. Yes. Thing. It's not no heat. Totally. And especially if you have kids at home, because they can just feed themselves. It can be a yo-yo dinner. You're on your own. It can mm-hmm. be a feed yourself lunch dinner. I mean, meal. Yeah. yeah. So been really happy. That's in heavy rotation. Pulled out winter, winter chicken dinner myself the other day. And I made, it's funny because sometimes I look back at my own cookbooks and I'm like, I said this was easy, but how come I never make it myself? Because it mm. feels like a chore. So I made the chicken Parmesan meatballs and I was like, I'm going to make this as a special Friday night dinner. And it was so easy and it was so good. I was highly impressed with myself. (laughs) I love a meatball. I love a meatball. This is why you're the perfect dinner. I just feed you guest and you stuff it with cheese. And I just Mm. bought those perline, perlini, you know, like the little pearls, the Mm -hmm. baby ones of mozzarella. Baby oh, mozzarella, oh, oh, oh. teeny tiny. I thought balls. you meant the onions, the baby oh, onions. Oh, no, 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 mozzarella. And okay. you stuff it without having to oh. chop anything. And then because I didn't want to serve it with pasta, it's kind of filling on its own. I did uh, garlic bread and a Caesar salad. Yum. It was delish. And then the last thing I did was a recipe from Bon Appetit. It's swordfish with cherry tomatoes and capers. It was freaking delicious. Really? And neither of my kids ate it. Oh, yeah. My kids won't eat fish. Well, my daughter sometimes will eat fish. My son is. I told you the pescatarian story. Oh, yeah. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. That's the cutest story. He hates, hates, hates fish. And I kept trying to serve it to him for years. And finally, one night, he was like sobbing in the plate, <laughs> like tears in the salmon. And he's so like down. And he's like, I... I'm just, I'm a pescatarian. <laughs> I looked at him. I was like, that means you only eat fish. I'm not a pescatarian. <laughs> and that night, and I'm, I'm pretty like you, and I'm sure your audience knows you. I'm hardcore about like, this is what we're eating yes. and it's on your plate. But yes. I promised him that night that I would never serve him fish All right. again. So no swordfish for your son. <laughs> I still serve it every once in a while. And I love swordfish because it feels like chicken. I know it doesn't really, but it's like heartier. It's thicker. Yeah. I feel like it's sometimes dry though. I no, love swordfish. Okay. I mean, and last try. summer I grilled it. Actually, another friend of ours, Samantha, who you know yeah. also, she grills it and cubes it and then tosses it with pesto and pasta. Ooh. And my kids loved that. So I thought they would Pesto's be down with it. Pesto's a good idea. Pesto's a good idea. So listen, I made it. I don't normally share recipes here that my kids don't eat, mm-hmm. but it was really good and it was really simple because you just put everything on a big sheet pan and put it in the oven. Cherry tomatoes, capers, and I served it with a kale salad. So that was that. I think it's delicious and worth it if your kids eat fish. And if not, I'm not helpful to you this week. Sorry. (laughs) That's the story. I like it. All right. Awesome. We did it. Hopefully we helped some people. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I was looked forward to it. It is my (laughs) pleasure. This new bi-monthly series is thanks in part to the generous support of our Didn't I Just Feed You supporting membership. So a huge shout out and thank you to them. You can find out more about becoming a supporting member at didn'tijustfeedyou.com 
backslash community. And hey, guys, if it's not the right time to support us, don't forget that you can get all the links to what Rebecca and I covered today and what we're cooking and eating now just by joining the free section of our community. All you have to share is your email. A huge thank you to you, Rebecca, and also to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. Thank you all for listening. Stay sane and well-fed until next time.